Hello again. I'm Peter Alsop, here with another episode of Songs to Chew. Today's song is called Arg. It's not the pirate growl, it's actually a sing-along. Well, maybe more accurately, it's a scream-along from my Life Family Rolls concert album. And you're invited to scream right along with us. I presented it at a conference on the healing power of laughter and play in 1991 at the Disneyland Hotel in Anaheim, California. I sang about the various family roles we play in our family of origin, sort of a musical version of the work by Sharon Wakescheider Cruz on how birth order can affect different characteristics of the kids in a family. And this particular song is for all of us family heroes out here in the world who are often the firstborns in a family, and we're very busy being perfect, you know, to model for others how we should all behave, right? I know, I know, sometimes we miss out on some of the finer points of, oh, getting along with other people, right? And it helps if we learn that it's okay if we're not completely in control of ourselves every minute because it's tough being perfect, right? Right? Yeah. I think we're ready now to listen to ARG. I am always good as gold, I do exactly what I'm told I do what the grown-ups say, I don't complain, cause it's okay I don't talk back, I don't get mad, I don't upset my mom and dad I don't get sick, I comb my hair, I wear clean socks and underwear I fold my clothes, pick up my room, I dust and sweep and vacuum I clean up mud and dirt and grime, I always go to bed on time but sometimes when I'm all alone I have to sing this little song It really helps me feel better If you want to sing along Let's go, let's go, let's go <laughs> Come on, it's a sing-along, let's try it all together go. I don't make noise or laugh or cry Don't stick out my tongue or lie I don't fidget, I sit still When I have soup, I never spill it I do dishes every night I do my homework, I don't fight I follow rules, I don't chew gum I never even suck my thumb I never watch the TV set At school I am the teacher's pet I have the best grades on the list Someday I'll be a therapist your parents probably wanted you to be a perfect kid like me But maybe that's a little crazy Sing along if you agree Let's go, let's go, let's go <laughs> One more time for your therapy, come on <laughs> There, now doesn't that feel better? See, doesn't that feel better? This is a great song for family heroes. We're often the firstborn in our families, which means we have to work hard to show our parents that we've learned how to do everything right, which is actually pretty cool. But we also learn that we need to be perfect, and we learn to seek approval from others outside of ourselves. And it's amazing because when we can get that kind of outside approval, well, somehow the emptiness inside of us just seems to melt away and we get all filled up 
So some of us take a professions in human services because we find it easier to care for others than it is to care for ourselves. We know that as children grow up, we learn who we are by knowing how we feel. But if we've spent our time growing up always focusing on how we can please others, we don't get to learn how we feel about ourselves. We know how they feel, but often we have no clue about how we feel. Our sense of ourselves is always in terms of how we're doing with our relationships with others. We don't have much of a relationship with ourselves. We feel okay when others are pleased with us. Actually, we feel great. But if we're not able to perform perfectly and make sure everyone is happy, then we feel like we're not worth anything. This is why some young people with straight A's in school commit suicide after they get a B. Striving to be perfect can become an obsession, and then eventually everything we do becomes a test of our worth. We have to study hard and plan things well, or we don't measure up. And when that happens, we feel as though we failed. Once this cycle starts, we may want to hide and avoid others so no one notices our insufficiencies. And we vow to work even harder. But of course, that intensified focus on our work simply helps to medicate our pain. So our problem is never solved because there's always another test to study for or another report to turn in or another task to perform. When children grow up with constant pressure from families and schools to perform, to do better, to excel, the results can be just as disastrous as having no guidance at all. Kids react with anger, alcohol and other drug use, suicide, running away, and anorexia, and those are just some of our children's responses to the extreme pain of societal and family pressures. So how do we become who we are and decide about what we do in our lives if we don't seek some outside approval? Huh, good question to chew on. I think it's clear that we need input from our friends and loved ones. It helps to have someone hold up that mirror so we can see ourselves, but that needs to be accompanied with our own healthy feelings vocabulary and assessment of how we're doing. When we take our sense of self-worth only from the opinions of others, we miss out on the input from ourselves. And that comes from us having built our own healthy feelings vocabulary, as I said. We learn more from watching other people model healthy behaviors than we do from being told how to be good or how not to be bad by other people or institutions or societies. It only confuses things when we label feelings as either good or bad, which simplifies them and puts them into a binary, value-laden, black-or-white categories kind of place. Feelings just are, and they're there to help guide us, not confuse us. I keep saying, a good day for the fox is the same day that's a bad day for the rabbit that it caught. And a good day for the rabbit is often a bad day for the fox, who goes hungry. I think when we talk about bad feelings, what we really mean is painful feelings, like sad, angry, or scared. Some feelings are pleasant for us, happiness and relief and joy. And some feelings are painful. But most of us learned that if we did something our parents thought was good, then we were good. If we did something they thought was bad, then we were bad. And it's so important to learn to differentiate between our behavior and ourselves. Because when we learn to do that, we become empowered. We aren't bad people, even if we do things that are unhealthy or out of balance, like trying to do everything perfectly, because we can change what we do. It's empowering to realize that there's really no such thing as a bad person, just like there's no such thing as a good person. And when those good, bad people labels are handed out, they have more to do with the person who's handing them out than they do with the person or feeling that's being labeled. I think that's plenty of chewing on this song for today. Please let your friends know about this podcast. If you'd like to support my work and help get this kind of information into more people's ears, please become one of my patrons by going to patreon.com and making a contribution or subscribing to this podcast. 
I'm Peter Alsop, and I'll see you next week with another song to chew. Bye for now. <laughs>